Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC's. And we'll give a shout out to families, friends, neighbors, boots on the ground partners, and guests at correctional facilities in the Big Bend. Here today, I'm with my lovely wife, Miss JC. Hello, everybody in Tallahassee. We are here to talk about an interesting topic. Of course, one of my favorites, and that's talking about food. Yet, we want to discuss healthy dietary habits. Do you know who first gave us our dietary and food requirements? Yeah, I do know. I know. I know. Well, tune in to learn more. Well, that creates our first our topic today. Not our first one, but it's going to be our topic today. We're going to talk about nutrition and healthy eating based on biblical principles. So stay tuned to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC on Wave 94. Thursdays during your drive time home between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. We're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back. Everyone wants a comfortable, quality, affordable home they can own and be proud of. Affordable home ownership is now reality in Ricola Gardens in Crawfordville. Just 25 minutes from downtown Tallahassee or the beach. The developer with 40 years of experience builds each new home with modern kitchens, with two, three, or four bedrooms, and with many options such as screened-in porches, large garden bathtubs, and built-in electric generator plug-in outlets to help you make it through the next storm. Down payment and closing assistance for multiple government programs, credit repair, and mortgage loans are available. Call or text Lamar, 850-727-3532 for an appointment to see your next home. That's 850-727-3532 or visit LLC.com. That's LLC.com. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. Now I'm, you know, trying to get better, stronger than ever. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. All Farm Share volunteers are invited to an appreciation dinner to honor Farm Share Dave Reynolds and his staff Thursday, October 24th at 6 o'clock at the Faro Elite 2 Recreation Center, 122 North Grave Street in Quincy. Farm Share volunteers will also be recognized. To confirm your attendance and become a sponsor, contact Mrs. Ann Floyd at cfloydlucas at gmail.com or call 850 850- 509-2042 That's 850-509-2042 See you there Well, welcome back We're back and today We want to talk about healthy eating and nutrition Because this is something that For this past year since I've had a Had an accident That really uh, damaged my neck and my spine And I'm all jacked up But praise God It's about whose report or will you believe And all I know is I believe the report of the Lord And we are empowering ourselves Through exercise and through our diet I mean for the last month 
miles now for we were averaging about three miles uh, every other That's day. Right. So um, we're, we're serious. We're going to walk the walk and talk the talk. And I can see the difference right now in uh, in my body uh, changing. Well, we always love that because we want to be able to fit in our clothes. We want to look well. And, you know, when we talk about our, our diets, really the primary source of all of our diet comes from the Hebrew Bible. And a lot of those ancient scrolls, the Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, if any of you who are really diving into Bible study and looking at other types of works like the Apocrypha, uh, the New Testament, uh, the history books of, of the Israelites, the and the Talmud, you'll know that there are certain foods, Pastor, that we may eat and others we may not. I know some folks going to get mad at us today because we're going to talk about, hey, the Sefer Bible, we're reading the Sefer Bible uh, right now. But one thing that they're all consistent is that when God spoke to Moses, and after during that exodus, after they left Egypt, uh, he sent Moses uh, on what to eat, how to act, what to do. And this is to, that we're supposed to follow basically till through this time that we're living in right now. And it will help us not only in the long run, but also keep our biblical connection to God, because this is his law. Remember that in Leviticus 11 and Deuteronomy 14, it talks about those foods that were permitted and those that were forbidden. Pastor, you know any of those foods? (laughs) Do I know some of those foods? Well, I know those things that were permitted. And also at the king's table after David, they they basically, they all ate goat, lamb, uh, bread, uh, olive oil. Uh, They even had a little bit of wine. Jesus was known for uh, his first miracle uh, at the wedding, uh, turning water into wine. And he also partake of the wine. Matter of fact, the Passover uh, was uh, partaking of uh, bread and wine, along with uh, vegetables and and uh, and things that were in season. But you want to talk about you, you want to talk about the permitted and not permitted foods? Well, one of the things that we want to talk about is the foods that were permitted or any animal that has cloven hoof and eats the cud. So you're talking about cattle. You are talking about cows. But in those days, they ate more of the veal, which was more of the, the calf version. Then they had lamb, sheep, goat. Hey, you can even eat crickets and locusts, mm-hmm. fish with chocolate. Cows. Put some chocolate on. Yeah, it. that carob. Everyone always talks about it, and but it has a sweet taste, and that's what they use for desserts. But not permitted are mm. shrimp, oh, crabs, Uh-oh. lobsters, oh. pork, oh. rabbits, catfish. And of course, snakes. I'm not sure I would eat that anyway. But it's just some of those things that we continue to do. And remember, God's law is supreme. He is expecting us to abide by those rules. You know, one thing, the reason why those dietary laws were so important, because when when he says uh, cloven hoofs, that doesn't mean camels. Correct. Uh, the, those are rabbits. 
Correct. Uh, those are all cloven hoof. But he also tells us that we can eat things of the sea, but they have to have scales on them. And one of the reasons so that means that all those fish that have scales, those are permitted in the uh, the dietary laws. But those that aren't such as catfish and mollet, uh, those are bottom feeders. And that's why God uh, put it on uh, Moses that you don't want to eat these things, because basically shrimp, lobster, uh, catfish, they're the ones who keep uh, all the, they're eating all the waste of the sea, all the waste in the ocean. And uh, so they're processing all the waste. So when you eat them, you're eating waste of the sea. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, that ain't me. This is the Lord. This is God's law. But if you look at his law, it is supreme. And he really says that our body is a temple. Well, one of the things that you have to look at back during those times, they didn't have refrigeration as they do today. So a lot of the things that were eaten had to be preserved. So grapes could be fine in the beginning, but in order to hold the grapes, they actually, what did they do? Turn them into raisins. Uh, you had figs and, and currants and other things that could be preserved for the long term. So that's what you had to eat in, in order to meet your needs. And you figure no refrigeration, not many of us would have milk either, but they ate the goat's milk. They did make a yogurt that was actually preserved in the skins of the animal. And that was eaten as a luxury item too. Well, that's, boy, I tell you, <laughs> I want to go back to uh, pork, uh, pork chops, uh, pork roast, uh, bacon. Bacon, 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 bacon. I tell you, uh, we have, uh, we had cut pork products out of our diet, uh, for a couple years now, but bacon was the hardest thing. And matter of fact, we were for we, you, it was. Oh, it was for me. <laughs> She's been trying to get me and the kids, uh, to become vegetarians since, uh, uh, since we lived in Pensacola. So that was like 12 years ago. But the kids and I, we always gang up on her. So she couldn't convert all of us because we're carnivores, right? Mm-hmm. But then once the kids left, then, uh, my, my <laughs> line of defense is gone. <laughs> I had no more defense. So, but, I finally let go of bacon back in March, April, because JC brought home this turkey bacon. Now, should I? I'm not getting no money for this, but there's some uh, Publix got this God shell. Yes. God shell turkey bacon is made from turkey thighs. And I tell you, it's flavorable. And once we started eating that, uh, bacon, uh, pork bacon is out of my diets along with, uh, pork hot dogs and sausage and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, just, uh, consider watching what you eat. So, hey, I know if I can do it, uh, anyone can. <laughs> <laughs> JC, I, I I know what you're saying. I want to go back to the, the 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 food that you can eat and that you can't eat. But one thing I can say about this, I've tried chocolate covered uh, crickets. How about have you remember that? Yep, I remember. Oh, I remember. I felt like I was eating something real hard, like legs. I wasn't that thrilled about it. <laughs> you had to go crunch, 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 crunch. Oh. 
<laughs> but I know when when we talk about the diets and you think about during that time period, the lack of refrigeration, a lot of things had to be preserved and you either ate it fresh and they didn't have vegetables like we have now. Things had to be in season. So a lot of your seasonings, which we would consider vegetables like leeks and onions, actually had to be preserved or cooked with the meal. And a lot of things like your pomegranates, your figs, your dates, they actually became your sweetener. So they would actually cook them so that they could be uh, preserved in pouches or usually in earthenware that they could use to sweeten their food and other things. So when you think about that, they had a lot of work to do in order to maintain their diet. And that's, that's for real, too. And, and, you know, the biggest meat tenderizer that they had and preservative was when uh, the Israelites, uh, they would go to war. Uh, they would put their raw meat under their saddles <laughs> because that would not only tenderize the meat, but also because of the heat would also pres- preserve the, uh, the meat products. So that's a little nugget right there. All right. Well, one of the other things that they did, we talked a little bit about was the drinking of wine. And I just want you to know that they water was the big thing. They drew it out of wells. They did drink milk from the goat and usually from the lamb. But one of the things we do is when we talk about drinking, they drink beer and wine because it was those products that they could keep and actually preserve it. So your fruits that could be made into wine really were basically acidic and kind of almost turned uh, into that product so that they could keep it for a longer time. Well, we know that Mo, uh, Noah, he's known for probably one of the first alcoholics after they hit land and uh, he was up there growing uh, apparently a nice vineyard and uh, partaking of the fruits of his labor and maybe a little bit too much. So anything that is uh, uh, too much, that's when you abuse it and that's when it takes control. But wine and beer, they were that was a health, uh, the cure elements of the stomach. Well, first Timothy 5.23 talks of that. They said drinking wine is for stomach ales. So if you had a sour stomach, you took a sip of wine to help your stomach. And the same thing, 1 Timothy 3.8 talks about likewise, you know, those of us who are in the church as deacons and others must be reverent, not double tongue, not given too much wine. So you can have a sip every now and then, but it's either to help your stomach or to help with your meal. But one of the things that we try to do is that we try to preserve ourselves just as we do uh, in the word with our diets and other things we need to do the same thing with wine well I know my grandmother uh, she lived to be 95 years old and she always kept uh, a gallon of Mogan David wine (laughs) underneath her uh, sink and all she would do is just maybe just drink a shot glass. You know, we would see it under there, but she was known to take a little shot glass and, and she was uh, the leader in her church. And, but like I said, she lived to be 95 years old and had no health issues or, or anything. Now I'm not talking about no MD 2020. <laughs> I ain't talking about no Boone's farm. I ain't talking about no, not all those kind of stuff because that stuff will mess you up. I'm a living testimony to that. Well, I think as in anything, when you take the fruits of a tree 
or the fruits of your harvest and you actually want to preserve it for future use, that's one of the aspects of future use. Where do you think vinegar comes from? Yeah, it's where? the same, same thing. What, vinegar is from grapes? Yes, it is. And, or it could be apples. So there's a lot of things. Apple that, cider vinegar. vinegar. Right. So there's a lot of ways that those fruits and vegetables were used. And remember, vegetables weren't like we know them today. Uh, we have such a variety, peas, corn, carrots. They may not have had those same types. So most of theirs might have been like root vegetables, like rutabaga, turnips, those kinds of things. And that has a different... Uh, you cook them differently or you can eat them raw. Uh, how many of you have tried to ever eaten a raw onion or a raw turnip? You can do it. Uh, everything, all vegetables can Correct. be eat, eaten raw. Correct. The thing about it is just pick one up and eat it. And that's why we enjoy gardening so much. And and sometimes we would pick the, we're out there picking from our gardens with some of our interns and from our kids. And we just like, just dust off the dirt and we take a bite and they would say, oh, oh. Bob, that's what it's for. It's called the fruit of your labor. And I'm going to look forward to our garden this season. Uh, we're in our sixth year with Florida A&M University. University, uh, their agricultural division helping us out. But this season, we're going to have turnips and mustard, collards and mm. cabbage. And I am mm. so looking forward to it. And I'm trying to keep it watered because this kind of drought we're having yeah. right now, we've had no rain. So we have to keep it watered since it's coming up and it is booming. Well, we're going to take a commercial break and uh, we'll be right back. The topic today is uh, health and nutrition. And uh, it's all about being healthy, getting wealthy and staying wise. We'll be right back. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, talk, touch their hair. Details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones we carry with us every day. Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. If we don't have it, you don't need it. Visit themarketplaceforyou.com. Find the perfect gift every time on themarketplaceforyou.com for the best products from all over the web. Let your fingers do the walking with over 14,000 items in stock to choose from. Electronics, toys, games, kitchenware, jewelry, delivered to your home or office. Free shipping on all orders with no minimum. Our credit card payments secure. Shop now at www.themarketplaceforyou.com. Become a stone builder and support Living Stone's children and family programs and services. Help us strengthen and build healthy relationships among family members and fathers and mothers to be active in the lives of their children. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour on Wave 94, Thursdays, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or mail your gift to Living Stones, P.O. Box 6747, Tallahassee, Florida, 32314. Remember, your donations and gifts are tax deductible. Well, we're back and we're discussing how to be healthy and and also we're talking about the dietary laws uh, from Leviticus 
and uh, also Deuteronomy, and uh, just study your word. You know the, the the you know God said, and you know He gave us prophets, and He said to study the word precept by precept. And once you study that word line. Line, line, then you'll find out the truth, and and it's a mystery of the word of God, and that's why uh, we tend to study uh, the books of the Bible and the various books of the Bible because I mean Jesus Himself, He talked about Jasper and uh, I mean Jasper and all those other kind of um, different books. And, and sometimes you should, you should just explore and so you can get a better understanding uh, with us as the Lord. Well, I think one of the things that we look at sometimes when we consider the natural process of being hungry, what, what happens? Our brain starts to kind of get foggy. Uh, we begin to salivate because we're thinking about the food that we're going to eat. But when that dietary law or the laws of God kick in, you begin to to start doing things differently. And when Pastor said we were we're walking, we're doing other kinds of things in terms of our diet. Well, you know, sometimes we come home; it's late. Uh, I really don't want to cook. <laughs> I know he doesn't. Yeah, I'm guilty. <laughs> but one of the things that sometimes when we think about the fresh fruits and ve- and vegetables that we do have available to us in this time period. Boy, I made a mighty salad last night. It was just lettuce, cucumber, fresh cucumbers. I we had a really great Italian dressing. But one of the things yeah, that I, yes, that's, that's I was that, just going to say. Oh, one okay. of the things I love are portobello mushrooms. Oh, port- yeah, they were big nice, big, and they taste so good when you fry them a little bit and a little bit of butter and coconut oil. And we had that with our salad. And one of the things it was filling, it was crispy because the cucumbers were crisp and the portobello mushrooms almost took the place of what we would be our meat. Yeah. Like a protein. Yes. So I enjoyed that. So when we're doing those aspects of our, our diet, we need to look at all of those things. When we consume things, are we consuming it? To really nourish our body and to be healthy, or, or are we just gorging and wanting to just eat everything that may not be good for us? Well, you talked about being hungry when part of the controversy that when God gave Moses the dietary law, uh, those laws were followed through the centuries by the, the Hebrews and uh, the Hebrew Israelites and the Jewish uh, people of the Jewish faith. And and um, but Peter, uh, which is a lot of controversy, uh, he was uh, hungry and and God uh, gave him a vision. Right. And uh, and I think he was just hungry. But at that same time, uh, God spoke to uh, the Roman uh, commander, Cornelius, to go seek out Peter. And as he left to seek him out, Peter up there waiting for some food. He was hungry and he had that dream and a vision of uh, a blanket uh, filled with all kinds of foods that are not supposed to be eaten. And, uh, and when he came out of the dream, uh, then he thought that or he said, because he heard the voice of God three times, uh, you know, Go ahead. You can eat anything unclean or you can deal with anything unclean. And maybe the interpretation was that maybe you can go out and evangelize to the unclean people. And at the same time, you got the Roman soldiers uh, from Cornelius knocking on the door. And um, and so you leave. You didn't get a chance to eat. He just left right immediately. So. But Jesus Say that I come to fulfill, not to change. So my question is: So God changed the dietary law through 
Peter? No, God's law, it says, is the same yesterday as it is today and forevermore. So I don't think that's what it meant. But one of the interesting things, when Peter had the dream and God talked to him three times, he said, get up, Peter kill and eat. Hmm. So I think sometimes when we talk about looking at that scripture, could it have really meant to kill that spirit, to kill that spirit that men Hmm. are under and bring them into the fold? I just know that my God, who I serve, says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. And when he provides that word to us, that it's everlasting. So I feel as though he was giving Peter a new, not only anointing, but a new mission. Mission, yeah. Yeah, to go out and to evangelize all of those who are lost, all of those probably Israelites that got separated from the 12 tribes. Because remember, some of us are in America too. (laughs) So we are not living according to the word of God. And remember that in Deuteronomy, it said that because we were disobedient. Yes. And Deuteronomy, I believe it's 18. Blessings and curses. Blessings and curses. So right now we may be living under those curses until we repent of our sins and ask for God's forgiveness. Well, if I tell you, if God said, do not eat of the things of the sea, the sea that are like the garbage cleaners or garbage collectors of the sea, why would he come back and say it's all right? And then when you look at our people who are in the church, many of us are overweight. Yes. We have high blood pressure. Yes. We have diabetes. Yes. And that's from eating pork. It's from eating ice cream. My favorite. <laughs> My favorite. I know. And But it's from eating all the wrong things, especially the thing that breaks my heart, JC, is that seeing uh, mothers and fathers going to like Dollar Tree or Family Dollar <laughs> or Dollar General and they're shopping with uh, buying those little steaks for dollars or the chimichangas or what they're buying these foods out of there and it's not real food. It's, it's like highly fat food and then everything is microwave that it's like our taste buds have changed since we stopped eating a lot of I saw a pack of sugar I had to open up a pack of sugar I was looking to sweeten up some coffee because it was like I was treating myself I couldn't find no sugar where's that sugar at you know so (laughs) gone (laughs) we we still keep it but it's we don't use it as much and that's one of the principal aspects of the diet that we're talking about large consumption of olive oil coconut oil is is good as well Uh, legumes and if if you know what those are not just, just talking about beans but we're talking about things like chickpeas um you know i know you don't like hummus but that's where hummus comes from um unrefined cereals fruits and vegetables moderate to high consumption of fish and the ones with the scales we just talked about those moderate consumption of dairy products and in those uh ancient times when they did eat dairy a lot of it was probably on the, the vein of cottage cheese because they actually had to preserve it in order to, to, to maintain it. And then moderate wine consumption and low consumption of non-fish meat. So not a lot of pork, no pork rather, yeah. and meats in terms of like cow or steaks or hamburger. They didn't eat those kinds of things. And plus uh, they were free range 
uh, animals. <laughs> yeah. They weren't filled up with a lot of bio and H, all the pesticides and and uh, they're shooting up hormones with Correct. all our chickens. Sometimes you go out and I see a chicken. It's huge. <laughs> how how did a chicken get that big? Now, my grandparents used to have uh, That's a right. Store. You had it. Yes. So we used to, we grew up, my grandparents had the store in the community. So they sold fresh uh, killed uh, cows and, and chicken and things of that nature. So we had chickens at our, we lived in Cold Valley, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and out in Cold Valley, uh, Grandma Kreps would come in and, and Grandpa, they, we and my mom, we get the hot tubs of uh, water, and uh, and they they just start either chopping or wringing the chickens' necks, and they'd be running around without no heads and everything. And my job was to go pick them up and bring them <laughs> back, so they could be uh, dumped in uh, and pulled out the feathers and things of that nature. So when I see chickens today, on how big they are. You know that they're filled up with hormones. Yes, they are. And did you know that there are seven basic agricultural products called the seven species? And they're listed in the Bible. You want to know what they are? Yeah, that got to be okay. I got, let me open up my word. Uh, okay. It's wheat, wheat, barley, hmm. figs. And if those of you, if you really find a true fig and eat it right off the vine, it is delicious. Well, Jesus is known that he yes, eat some figs. He, he, in fact, he even he cursed that tree. I was going to say, <laughs> condemned the fig tree because it didn't produce any fruit. Grapes that they all automatically would preserve for, into raisins, olives, pomegranates, uh, pomegranates, and dates. And that's from Deuteronomy 8.8. So the Bible also often describes the land of Israel as a land flowing with milk and honey. Exodus 3.8. And you know that those had to be some healthy items because when Joshua and the crew cross uh, that Jordan River, those guys were out in that desert for 40 years. Yes. And they had to be men of God, six pack abs, strength. <laughs> I mean, those guys were men men of men, and they went and fulfilled the word of God and did what he told them to do. So I look at them so you can grow muscles off of these things. And, uh, and I guess if you're out there in the desert, you're up there sweating out all your impurities and everything. Correct. So well, you just have to continue to live and eat healthy. And just because that becomes part of your uh, extension, that becomes part of your life. And you're basically extending your life. Now we can live, we are living longer, but look at how much healthier we would be living longer if we're just eating the right foods. I wonder how many people out there know that olives are the bases where olive oil come from. <laughs> I would hope so. But in the, in the days, they would press the olives until they produced the oil. And the oil was used to, in order to season the meat. Too much. I just had to say that because a lot of folks, they won't eat certain fruit. I remember we do farm share uh, distributions and we had some polygrams. We had some star fruit. Mm. Ooh, how you eat this? Ooh, I don't want to eat that. And it's like, but star fruit is a very a tasty fruit. fruit. Sweet on its own. It's like eating an apple. 
So a lot of us are just not familiar with the types of food that are out there. And also they cooked their, 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 they took their wheat and they, they did things different with it than how we do right now. They didn't have no baking soda, did they? No. And the other thing is there were the wheat that was actually produced and cultivated during that time was kind of a simple wheat. And what they did was they actually, uh, went, they actually went and it was a simplified wheat. So when they actually ground it, it the the wheat, the I guess the tear part would fall to the bottom and you'd have the flour on top. So it was a very basic, not as kind of complicated wheat that we have right now. But one of the things you talked about, um, we were talking about eating apples. You know, back during the day, apples didn't grow as they do now. You know, Johnny Appleseed mm-hmm. is responsible for that, for vineyards and groves and things of that nature. It is a real Johnny Appleseed. I don't know if he's real or not, but there was somebody who (laughs) cultivated groves. But one of the things that they used to do, apples used to grow in the wild and people would just pick them and eat them. So we've come a long way since then. I mean, that's how we grew up. Uh, We used to just go out and pick green apples, little apples, uh, blueberries, uh, cranberries. uh, cranberries, uh, We would just go up in the woods and just start munching and crunching. Matter of fact, we would spend all day out there playing army, cowboys and Indians. And when you wanted something to eat, you just did that. And sometimes we just take a potato, a raw potato with us, and then we'll make a fire, throw the potato in the fire. Hey, why am I talking about this? (laughs) Hey, we're talking about healthy eating and nutrition. Well, I think we've got got a couple other things coming up later in the program. So we will be right back. All Farm Share volunteers are invited to an appreciation dinner to honor Farm Share Dave Reynolds and his staff Thursday, October 24th at 6 o'clock at the Farrow Elite 2 Recreation Center, 122 North Grave Street in Quincy. Farm Share volunteers will also be recognized. To confirm your attendance and become a sponsor, contact Mrs. Ann Floyd at cfloydlucas at gmail.com or call 850 850- 509-2042 that's 850-509-2042 see you there hey it's me your cell phone we need to talk about something something serious i know you love me i know you like using me wherever you are but i feel like this isn't working out when you're driving i know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road but i just don't feel the same way i think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving it's for the best Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, great place, son. What a catch. Thanks, Dad. Glad you signed me up with Technique Athletes and Carter's Corner Football Camps. Me too. Your speed and agility has improved a hundredfold. Thanks. The football training has helped me be a better player and student, plus I'm having fun. I'm glad Carter's Corner and the Technique coaches helped you with your football skills. Maybe college is around the corner. Me too, Dad. My friends want to know how my game got better. Tell them to call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702, or email him at carterscorner at me.com. That's Sam Carter, 850-510-6702, or email him at carterscorner at me.com. Or visit his website, www.carterscorner.org. 
Well, we're back, and I'm sure we're stirring up a lot of controversy pertaining to dietary laws. I know that maybe I've made some friends, but I think I've made some enemies with people who love shrimp and lobsters. And whoa, hey, well, I'm sorry. I'm just going by what's the, what God the said. Word. He said lobsters are like nothing but sea roaches and, uh, and crabs. What can I say? I'm not making this stuff up. Just as a matter of fact, just go ahead and Google it. Just Google. And Google, you find pretty much uh, everything. But you know what? We have this Saturday, October the 12th, we're having a, uh, uh, the Hispanics are having their second annual resource festival that, uh, that uh, the Sheriff uh, McNeil is uh, helping out uh, at Tallahassee Community College and Farm Share. Well, we've been longtime Farm Share volunteers for about yes. 10 years. And, uh, but there's going to be a Farm Share distribution uh, there. It's going to be a walk up. It's going to be everyone. Well, we're at a TCC campus. It will be, at the intramural field in the back of the campus, the old soccer field. So it's at the soccer field. Uh, we're going to have a walk up. So we'll be out there uh, with some uh, the, the just give away food. We'll be there till the food runs out. We're going to start around 10 o'clock. So, um, you know, stop on by. Uh, that's uh, this Saturday, October the 12th at uh, TCC uh, at the uh, intramural field. I say intramural, nobody knows where it's at, but if I say the soccer field, oh, okay. <laughs> and we still could use some volunteers. And just another uh, little commercial, we are uh, providing, uh, you're cordially invited to an appreciation dinner for Dave Reynolds of Farmshare and his staff. It's going to be Thursday, October 24th at the Feralito Recreations, Recreation Center 122 North Brave Street in Quincy. So if you need more information, contact Ann Floyd Lucas at cfloydlucas at gmail.com and we'll put that site up so you'll be able to read it or give her a call at 850-509-2042. And one of the things that, come on out because it's going to be a special time. Dave and them have done an awesome job yes. with supplying food in this area, but they're also all the way from Panama City well, over to Pensacola, okay. Jacksonville, right. and you can go down to Ocala. That's a big area. But when they first started, they were in, in right uh, here Quincy in our area, Gaston County in Tallahassee. But they have truly grown. They have given away millions and millions of pounds, pounds of, of food. food. And we're just thankful that we're partners along with uh, Ann and a number of other organizations, organizations that help uh, uh, give away the food. You know, you're giving away food. food. Well, otherwise, farmers are going to turn it over and it may not look as pretty as the regular ones. But most of the things we've gotten, I've been uh, have seen and we've distributed has been very impressive. Um, I can't believe how spoiled we are that when people see where sometimes the potato might be shaped or an odd shaped cucumber. Ooh. Ooh, that's no good. Yes, it is. Matter of fact, that's where all the flavors is in that bend. <laughs> it's bent over. Well, it's interesting you should say that because most food, as we had been talking about uh, in the past with the Israelites, they were eating their food fresh and in season. And fruits and vegetables had to be eaten as they ripen and before they spoiled. And you know, when you buy that lettuce or something today and you don't eat it for a few days, what yes. happens to it? 
Well, producing enough food back during those days required hard and well-timed labor, and the climatic conditions resulted in unpredictable harvest and the need to store as much food as possible. So grapes were turned in—I mean, grapes were turned into raisins and wine. Yeah. Olives yeah. made into oil. Bean and lentils were dried so that they could store for another time. There was a lot of fermentation going on, so some of your fruits mm-hmm. and vegetables mm-hmm. were fermented. That's where you would get your wines and your beers and there was oil extraction so all of that had to happen uh, in order for them to be able to store their food over long terms and then there were some vegetables that we would call vegetables today but back during those times they were really considered seasonings such as melons garlic Mm. leek and even onions to help cook their food, their stews, and to maintain a, a certain caliber of, I guess, conditions where they could eat it on well, the run. Is a leek, isn't that an onion too? Kind of, but it's more, instead of being a, a rounded uh, vegetable, it, they're more like a stock. And they are, they can be cooked up as soups. Uh, in stews Um, I'm sure I've even tried them uh, grilled and they're delicious so you know they can always try something different for sure but one of the things I think you were going to talk a little bit about the difference all of those things that have changed because of that uh, currently because when you say that things were grown seasonally that means that the people on the west coast in California they had the avocados they had the fresh melons they had different crops that we didn't have here on the east coast and and then here on the east coast we had crops that they didn't have on the on the west coast and uh, so but it was it wasn't until, uh, until the 20s when Frederick Jones, a black individual, uh, invented the air conditioning, uh, uh, heating, ventilating, air conditioning for trucks, yep. transportation. And matter of fact, he revolutionized our food service because now you can have beef from Chicago, you can have uh, fresh meats, you can have different things from all over the country. Oranges from Florida. Oranges <laughs> from Florida, not only just Florida, but yes, they he, when he invented the refrigerated truck and also for the trains, that revolutionized wow, how Americans eat and in the world. And, you know, just with uh, the racism and things of that nature, he had a company that he started called Thermo King. Some of y'all might have heard of Thermo King. If you're riding down the highway, you see a refrigerated truck. That's Thermo King. But uh, when he passed away uh, back in the early 50s, um, uh, all semblance of uh, Fred being involved with the company, his ancestors, of course, uh, they're not profiting uh, from his invention, unfortunately. There's many. I'm not going to. Well, well, hey, you know what? When that might Black be History Month comes up, come, yeah. we got a lot of things to talk about <laughs> that we can share because the Black History is American history. And no one cares whether Fred was black or white. All they care about, I got fresh strawberries Correct. in December as opposed to waiting for summer. That's right. So that's Fred Jones. Look him up. Google it. That's my favorite thing now. They don't go by what I say. Just Google it. I think sometimes when we look at uh, the inventions of many a people, regardless of race or color, that they did it for the benefit 
of the country. And when you think about, when I think about now, how my grandparents had their own gardens most time in order to supply certain things that they would have because they had to get ready for the winter. We don't have to do that anymore. Right. Although I still like to can occasionally because it's always good to be able to open something up when it's out of season like peaches or to have preserves of uh, green peppers or cucumbers. But we don't have to really necessarily do that today, but they used to do that. Know, then. These hurricanes, and you don't have no power. Uh, I know that we've had some peaches around that JC has peaches, peppers from our garden and things of that nature that she has jarred. And uh, that's a, that's become a lost art. Yes, but sometimes and she also marks on there uh, the date that it was uh, preserved. And uh, so sometimes you got to wrap your mind around that. I'm eating something that's two years old. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as the can is uh, foaming, it's not busted, it's something that could be preserved. And just imagine, now everyone puts a date on stuff, but I can remember opening cans that you had to make sure you tapped it or you did certain things to it that grandma would do to know whether or not it was still a good can or <laughs> and not. And we're getting old because you're right. I remember those days. Yes. Yeah. Look for no expiration dates where there were no Labels, just like hey, y'all remember there were no seatbelts in our cars when we were. Mm. <laughs> we didn't have no air conditioning in the cars either. Are we that old? Oh God, that's you. I'm not old, but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, we just wanted to really give you an overview of what it is to be healthy, to start looking to be healthy, getting out and movement. Because to be honestly truthful, humans were not designed to sit and sit in sit. We need to be on the move. And part of that is eating a healthy diet. And remember, God's law is supreme. So he's already given us those things that we can and cannot eat. You also have to, by eating right, you also have to watch out your stress because stress is a killer unto itself. Uh, because when you're under stress, that creates uh, maybe you want to eat a whole gallon of ice cream or <laughs> or, you know, like you're eating potato chips or you're eating things that are not healthy for you uh, if you become depressed or watching TV. You know, sometimes when you're watching TV, then you want to munch and crunch on something. And next thing you know, you know, you're overeating, just like if you drink too much, that's an abuse just like you can abuse uh, your body. Now, one thing I can talk a little bit because my highest weight that I hit was like 335 pounds and I'm six foot four. And I'm just so thankful that, uh, that I'm below, uh, 265 now. So, and I'm not finished yet because for, I guess, uh, 40, 60, how old am I now? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But there was a period of time for, where I was always uh, lean and mean. And uh, it wasn't until uh, our last couple of years of business that I kind of blew up because of the stress and travel and all that kind of stuff. So I just want to make sure that, hey, listen, you got to just eat moderately and drink plenty of fluids. Well, remember, uh, even with uh, God's law, there are some people in your life who will keep you on track. And I used to love Julia Childs. She used to say... <laughs> everything in moderation so just remember that you can do all things but do it in moderation so we kind of in just in a summary uh just go back and read exodus yes and uh leviticus. read leviticus uh, and go back and read, read deuteronomy and and then come back and read uh the acts 
um, uh, look at how Jesus uh, walked in and even um, picking some corn and eating without washing your hands. <laughs> and I mean, someone's always going to persecute you because everyone, some people are looking just to trip you up. But but if you study, you'll see the truth will make you free. Well, uh, I think it is First Timothy that says study to show thyself approved. So that is one of the ways in that you can show it is by studying that word. And we love studying our word. Yes, indeed. Uh, we're going to take a another break and uh, we're going to be coming back with uh, some closing remark. And all I can say is that I love God and I'm not ashamed to mention it. Amen. Become a stone builder and support Living Stone's children and family programs and services. Help us strengthen and build healthy relationships among family members and fathers and mothers to be active in the lives of their children. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour on Wave 94, Thursdays, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Donate online at welivingstones.org or mail your gift to Living Stones, P.O. Box 6747, Tallahassee, Florida, 32314. Remember, your donations and gifts are tax deductible. All Farm Share volunteers are invited to an appreciation dinner to honor Farm Share Dave Reynolds and his staff Thursday, October 24th at 6 o'clock at the Faro Elite 2 Recreation Center, 122 North Grave Street in Quincy. Farm Share volunteers will also be recognized. To confirm your attendance and become a sponsor, contact Mrs. Ann Floyd at cfloydlucas at gmail.com or call 850 850- 509-2042 that's 850-509-2042 see you there Carter's Corner provides expert athletic consulting to agencies, sports programs, and families. Services include fundraising, community events, football camps, career planning, and vending. Carter's Corner offers quality coaching to athletes and highlights their actions on the field and classrooms to college recruiters. Call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702, or email carterscorner at me.com. Carter's Corner is also a 501. 1C3 nonprofit. Well, we're back talking about the, the Word of God and how to eat uh, and how to live. Um, it's hard. You know, it's not really that it's hard, it's a discipline thing. Yes, it is, but you want to eat to live. And that's one of the things. If you take a, a fresh fruit or vegetable and you see it in its natural state, it is gorgeous. It's beautiful. We had some cucumbers, and when you look at them, how great they look. But over time, if not preserved right, they're going to perish. Well, that is how what happens to your body. And with all this talking about food, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to send out shout out um, to all our supporters to say thank you over the term and thank you for those who are sponsoring yes. our program. Yes. But any of you can donate online at our secured site, www.welivingstones.com. 
with an S.org. So go to our site and look at some of the things, great things we're doing and help us out by supporting our children and families. But you can also do that through the uh, Stone the Stone yes. Builders Hour. Yes. Um, we have some great packages. Uh, call us uh, to get that. Ask for Pastor Gary at uh, 850-219-0091. That's an easy number to remember. Yes, it is. 219-0091. And we have some great uh, specials for monthly and guest appearances. Uh, if you already have ads, I mean, yes. some of you already have 30 and 60 second ads that you can help us promote uh, the program by just sponsoring. And we have some great deals on that, as well as being um, on as a guest. And also promote your business or organization because Wave 94, I mean, uh, they have uh, 94.1. Uh, not only do they service the Big Ben, but you can go on uh, their, uh, through your Android or also through your iPhone and pick up the TuneIn app. Yep. And so we've had people who, uh, family who are listening from uh, uh, Philadelphia area to, to Jacksonville. Yes, so, Orlando. Uh, so you can get your word out here, not only the Big Ben, but in the world. So just call us. We are looking forward uh, to doing uh, a great show and continuing to bring you information that is relevant to the body of Christ. We want individuals to know that they can live, do well, just knowing some of the very basics. So come on out and support us as much as you can. And again, you can visit us at our website, www.welivingstones.org. But we do have a great, um, interesting program. Um, we wanted to give a shout out again to uh, the Farm Share Appreciation that's yes. coming up October the 24th, Thursday at Ferrolito uh, Recreational Center in Quincy. Um, you can call our office, too, to get that information. Um, we've really been uh, pumping out and trying to get as many people to come out and tell Dave and his staff a big Thank you for the work that they are doing in this community. And not only this community, but you just stated before, they're going as far as uh, Pensacola, mm -hmm. Ocala, uh, Jacksonville. Uh, we just want to sh show them and through the help of uh, Ann Floyd Lucas, that information to be able to just get out and say thank you to them. And we also want to recognize uh, volunteers. Yes. Uh, there are a number of volunteers who have been serving on the front line. Uh, with us. And if your organization or agency or individuals, if you have volunteered uh, uh, consistently with FarmShare, like I know many of you yes. have, because we were just there on Monday with Sam Carter at TCC feeding students. We fed over 300 people in households over at TCC. So those students were hungry. And, uh, and it was a blessing to be able to uh, serve them. But uh, if you have an organization or if you're an individual and you've been working with FarmShare, uh, give us a call so we can make sure that you are recognized uh, because this is an appreciation dinner. And we want to say thank you because I know that we're going to have a number of volunteers that already called to say they'll be there this Saturday. And plus, there's a big event uh, coming up in November that will be at the farm share um, distribution area. Now, they have thousands of people that come in to the give food. So uh, having a number of volunteers are important. Plus, if you want to pass out information on your organization or agency or services that you provide, that's where you want to be. 
And just give uh, Ann a call at 850-509-2042 or her email, C. Floyd, F-L-O-Y-D, Lucas, L-U-C-A-S, at gmail.com uh, to get that information to her. And come on out because we're going to have a great time. Uh, you know what? We will. And uh, you say you hungry? I'm <laughs> hungry too. <laughs> Praise God. But it's going to be a healthy fair. And uh, one thing, you know how we uh, also lost a lot of weight, that we've been becoming more healthy? We very rarely eat out, eat out yeah. anymore. And one thing that we stopped when when I was almost I was paralyzed for several months there last year uh, because of the surgery that I had. And uh, so that really helped me not to want to eat out because I was never really happy and satisfied <laughs> with the service, sometimes with the, 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 the product, the, the product <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know what? We got a raise, just stop going out. Now, I'm not trying to put a hurt on, on the restaurants, you know, I'm not trying to do that. But for me and my household, you know, we've just been uh, focused on trying to get healthy so that we can be here to help other folks. All right. Well, I just uh, love that we talked about the healthy fear that goes along with the uh, the really biblical scriptures that are out there that support healthy eating that supports us getting in line with the word so just continue to get in your word uh, open those bibles yes do it for yourself and find out what you can eat and what you can <laughs> hey check out god it's on, it's, it's on him i'm just the messenger so hey we're gonna be here next week so tune in Bye. See ya.